Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. And the Zoomy goes to Ike Eisenhower for Zooming from the (laughs) furthest distance. Hey, Ike, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine. How are you, Dennis? I'm doing great, man. And we are recording. Thank you so much for joining us from where today? Munich. 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 Um, we are in Germany. And you don't mean Munich, Arkansas. You're talking Munich, Germany, right? No, we, we are in Germany. We uh, yeah. So we had a uh, our big state farm incentive trip that we try to win every year. This year, this year it's in Munich. So uh, so I'm here in Munich with uh, uh, a whole bunch of other state farm agents from our, our South Central zone. From South Central, really? All coming yes. to, to Munich, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. there's a whole bunch of us here. Well, what brings us here today, and thanks for interrupting your vacation, your 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 destination, at least as it were. Last night, we had another fire in the THA courts. This is a tragedy, but I mean, you hear this all the time, don't you? I mean, people call with this kind of problem, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not often you get a house fire or a or a townhouse fire, but it's you know it it's it's always a big deal when it happens. Um, I've I've not heard of it until you just told me about it. I, I don't even know which court it's in. So well, it's in Valina and it's um, Paralina uh, Lane. I'll leave it at that. But it's in the Valina and and one of the things that comes to my mind is is that you know the the ones that have had these issues have been we've had three in two years and two in the last six months. And right. the bottom line is, is that they have 50 year old wiring, right? They're very old. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, those go back to the 1970s. And uh, I mean, I know of at least three fires that have happened in those townhouse townhouses since I've been here. And uh, I mean, 
total losses. And I'm, I'm not sure about last night, but the the other two were total losses. And yeah, it, it's it's always tragic when something like that hits. Well, tell us the best way. I mean, Diane and I were riding back from a movie last night we went to see, and we were just kind of playing it in our head, like, what would we do? And one of the first things was, I thought, do I need to have an electrical inspector? Because are, are they not mostly all electric? Because we don't have natural gas, right? That's right. That's right. Everything in the village, for the most part, is is all electric. So, yeah, I mean, wiring fires on old wiring is, is uh, uh I mean that is that is a risk that as your house gets older it's more susceptible to to fires like that. Would it be worth my time to get an electrician to come out and just give me a clean bill of health or whatever? Uh yes, uh that's not a bad idea. Um we also it, if if you're a state farm customer, we do have a relationship with a company called Ting where they have these uh Wi-Fi monitors that you just plug into a uh, an electrical outlet and it monitors the wiring in your house and really? uh, and it will send you a report if uh you know if there's a a brownout or a blackout or something like that it can actually detect a potential electrical fire losses and uh and I think uh I think it's like 2 or 3 years of coverage for free uh through Ting uh for uh for that and um, yeah, I mean, I get those reports every week. Uh, every Monday, I'll get a report from things saying, uh, you know, there were zero outages, zero brownouts or blackouts or anything like that. But it does it does detect if there's wiring problems. And you're saying Ting, T-I-N-G? T-I-N-G, yes. It's a, there's a Ting app, you know, so, so you have to have Wi-Fi in the house for it to report. Yeah. And you, you know, you should have, you, you know, you should be able to download the app and, and all that kind of stuff. But if, if you're capable of doing that, yeah, Ting, Ting can help uh, detect problems before they happen. I'm calling Joy as soon as we hang up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that said, that said, barring some disaster. And, and let me go back to that real quick. I, I know that, that I'm sitting in a 50 year old house roughly also, and that it mm -hmm. has probably a hundred amp surface, right? Well, if I go through and count the breakers and count the number of things that have been added in the last 50 years before I got here, it's mm -hmm. well over 100 amps. It's probably well over 250. It may be 300 amps, but we just don't right. run them all together. So that's right. why I was thinking maybe have an electrician come and go, uh, let's look at your service box or whatever. It's not a bad idea. Uh, right. And, and most of the breaker boxes, I think you'll find are usually 150 or more. But, you know, these days, 200 is pretty standard for it for a new breaker box so yeah you need to make sure the amperage on those uh breakers are, are it is adequate for sure well, the electrician can definitely tell you that thank you and, and the people like we had a, a quad burnout not too long ago and and the, the one last night was just a duplex but you know mm -hmm. when you and, and i know they have firewalls between them and that keeps it from rushing over but of course the smoke damage gets in the next unit and what what's the way to protect yourself? I mean, I, I know Diane and I are playing this hit through in our heads and going, okay, well, if something happened, we have loss of income because of rental. We have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going to be having having to live somewhere else for us. What's the insurance angle on this? What's the best way to do this? Yeah, so the insurance angle um, is uh, well. First of all, um, before I launch into that, um, they a true firewall between townhouse units would have a. Uh, it would have a a wall that goes up through the roof mm -hmm. and uh and you know up a few feet and the attics would not be adjoined and so it would keep the fire from 
from spreading through the attic. Oh, and so uh, and so most of the townhouses in the village don't have that. So the fire can creep across that that uh, attic space and go from one unit to another that way. Very so, I quickly. Mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Very quickly. So, yeah, that that is a concern. The insurance angle is, you know, first of all, there's there's two ways you can cover that. The first one is just to have adequate coverage on your dwelling itself. So uh, coverage is uh, new home construction these days is going for, you know, $200 a square foot, give or take a, a little bit, right. depending on the quality of what you're building. And uh, but, you know, $200 per square foot is uh, um is if you if you have that for your square footage then keep in mind a lot of these townhouses are they're multi-levels so you know downstairs square footage may not be as much to replace as the upstairs square footage because you're not adding to the roof line but you know but but um you know so maybe figure on that other level 60 percent of that so maybe 120 dollars on the downstairs and 200 on the main level or you know, depending on how your your townhouse is configured, so um, that's a good rule of thumb right now is to make sure you have enough coverage on your house. The other thing is, let's say you're responsible for one of these fires. You know, let's say it's not just an electrical fire, but it's something that you did that caused the fire and it spread to the other units. In a situation like that, then you need to have good liability limits. And uh, it's, you know, if you burn uh, a fourplex down, then you're looking at you know, a million dollars of coverage or something like that uh, should be able to protect you fairly well for something like along those lines. So I recommend having uh, not only the liability policy in your homeowners, but also a um, an umbrella policy, a liability umbrella policy, just in case it becomes a legal issue where where um, they figure that you're responsible for that fire happening and, and gives you that extra protection. Now you you say an umbrella policy, and I know that we we've had this discussion before. You initially, I initially think umbrella policy. Okay, that's you know a thousand dollars more a year. No, it's like <laughs> what? How much is an umbrella policy for a million? Yeah, for for a couple with a, a home and two cars, it's two hundred dollars a year. A and year? Uh, for for us at least, you get a a discount on the cars for having the uh, umbrella policy on that. That will will. Um, alleviate that, uh, that cost a little bit, you know? So, so yeah, you can save, you can save quite a bit on your cars just for having the umbrella policy in addition to the homeowner's policy. Now I'm not trying to scare us, but there are the word liability comes into play here, but if, if you know, if, if one of these burned and it was my responsibility, right. I mean, what's, what's my limit of responsibility? Is it, is it infinite? What, I mean, what happens? It's whatever, whatever the court's, deem you to be responsible for, you know? So you're talking not only the, the damage to the other, um, the other places, but you know, you've got personal property in there. So, so you might be responsible for that. And uh, in a situation like, like you were talking about, if you lose the ability to rent it out, you might have loss of rents or you might have the, uh, the loss of use for, for a period of time. So somebody's out of their house for a while and they have to rent another place. So, I mean, all those things can be considered part of the liability claim. And then on top of that, you know, lawyers might go for pain and suffering coverages or some, something along those lines, you know, oh my you know, I lost, I lost something that's really valuable to me and I'll never get it back. And, and uh, you know, something that's uh, irreplaceable. And uh, so there might be a pain and suffering cost uh, that, that gets included in that too. So let's, you said adequate coverage. Let, let's cover that. I, I know that's a huge question. And, and once again, thanks. What, what time is it in Munich? Just a quick. 
It's uh, coming up on six o'clock uh, p.m. So mm-hmm. it's about just before lunch back home. Yeah, I'm about to say you're more than gracious. I really appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much, I. But but what is adequate coverage? And I'm not being I'm really not being silly here. I mean, uh, replacement cost is is two hundred a foot ish. I mean, how do you? Ish, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I I guess my point is we through media and everything else we see hundreds dozens at least of ways to get discount insurance i I fear one day i may get what i pay for if you know what i mean (laughs) right right yeah it's it's always good to stay current on your coverages uh meet with your agent every year or two just make sure things are uh things are up to date and um you know we've got you know in my office we have now 11 employees that I have all licensed and any one of them can uh, can go over the homeowner's coverage for you and just make sure you have enough coverage. And uh, and so and, and it's a good thing to do that every once in a while. And for what it's worth, that's 501-984-4100. Not like I know that number off the top of my head, but that's 501-984-4100. And Joy or any of the people that are happy to talk with you, I, I guess in, in my mind, uh, the the things that have happened because I'm the THA president and I see this and my fear is, you know, man, my goodness, I, I, I feel for these people. I, I hurt for them. Absolutely. But, you know, what and, and I, I know this this is an everyday occurrence to you. Well, this is a very new occurrence to I say every day. It's a it's a not that not an unusual occurrence. But mm-hmm. I, I see that, you know, the townhouses, the home I'm sitting in, any of our homes because of COVID and the, the changes have increased in value dramatically. Did my increase, did my increase, did my insurance catch up with that? Or that that's where I need need to just have a checkup. That's a good question. You know, we, uh, when, when COVID hit and construction costs just zoomed because of the, uh, shortage of construction materials, um, there was one point in 2021 where year over to year construction costs, um, increases to the the coverage increase on the homeowner's policy because of construction costs. At one point, it was about 19%. I mean, it was crazy. And I've been doing homeowner's insurance. Even before I was an agent, I was a homeowner's underwriter. Never seen anything even close to that. It was crazy. You know, right now, um, I just checked um, last week. And just to see what it looked like year over year, a year over year increase right now is only about 1%. So, so the market has cooled down quite a bit, but it, but it is good to stay on top of that. Your homeowner's policy does go up with that. So, um, so you will see year after year that your coverage amount will increase a little bit. So, so my homeowners going up is not a function of, oh, that corporation's just the more greedy it's actually giving me more insurance every time, right? Right, right. The uh, the the calculator that we use to determine your estimated replacement cost, which is what determines your coverage amount on the house, the calculator we use uses the exact same data that our claims adjusters use to um, to handle claims. So let's say roofing materials go up quite a bit, and uh, cost of contractors goes up quite a bit. And that reflects in the roofing materials where we have to pay more for roofing. Well, that component will also factor into the estimated replacement cost of the house. And so um, so it's the same data set. So so we do try to keep it based on real numbers in our local area. 
Yeah. And well, you know, uh, with the THA, the Town Homeowners Association, hsvtha.com, uh, mm-hmm. for for those that are interested in that, we had a reserve study done in 2011 of all the assets in all 16 courts. And at that time, and this was a very thorough report, and I was thoroughly impressed. You know, this asset's going to last this long. This, I mean, these were smart people doing what they do and doing it well. And at that point, in 2011, they estimated over the next 30 years that in that inflation would be 2.6% on average. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like didn't didn't see a pandemic coming there, did they? No, no, no. <laughs> didn't plan no. that in. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's hard to uh it's hard to nobody has the crystal ball to figure out exactly what it's going to be in the future. But uh yeah, 2.6 that, that is historically fairly accurate. And it, really? and even even coming into um you know the recent in, inflation we've had. Um, you know, you'll have highs and lows, you know, this is definitely on the high side, but we were, we were on the low side of that for quite a few years too. So, so, um, it's, it's probably, um, it's probably still a fairly valid average number at this point, but you know, that those things get adjusted all the time over over the long long term. term, Yeah. And and I can see I can see in my mind, you know, 2.6 versus eight. Well, I mean, I think the UK last month had nine in May, 9%. And and once again, as you said, that's year over year. That's from the May before that, you know, the the year before. Uh, Mm -hmm. It can get very expensive very quick. And I I, I can't tell you thank you enough. And and once again, you do win the award. We haven't had anybody more outside Hot Springs Village outside than (laughs) you today. Yeah, I'll be back next week. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's a great adventure being over here in in Deutschland. Now I'm thinking I, Eisenhower. That's a uh, hmm, Spanish. No, hmm, uh, Italian. You know, funny. No. Pe- people over here know how to spell my name and pronounce it, so I don't have problems <laughs> with that. They don't. They nobody has tried to spell it with an I, or uh, they don't spell it H O W E R like the president did. They spell it H A U E R because they know how it's supposed to be spelled. So well, they know how it's supposed to be spelled. But if if I'm not mistaken, and I've never been there now. But as I understand it, their street signs are like this long, right? Because it's got yes. every letter all spelled out, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and every seems like everything over here is a compound word. You know, it's like uh, like um, around here, one of the the, the next subway stop down is uh, 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 Richard Strauss Strauss. You know, and it's like all one word. <laughs> it's like, and so anyway. It's uh, it, it's it's very interesting. I I spent the last six months learning German on Duolingo, so I could uh, so I could understand some expressions and read the signs and everything. And it's actually come in very handy. Really, it really helped. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, Diane and I just got back from Greece, and I noted that at the Acropolis, at the Temple of Dionysus, I mean, everything it had English and Greek. And I understood mm-hmm. the term, it's Greek to me, because, the, you know, in Spanish, <laughs> I could kind of reverse engineer a word or here, or even in German, I could kind of, uh, Greek, no bearing. When language, is, when language is different and the letters are different, makes a big difference, you know? A, a very big difference, a very big difference. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I can't tell you thank you enough. Let, let's just, let's recap here real quick. Number one, make sure you have adequate insurance. Not bad. And Ting, T-I-N-G, is the product that, that State Farm offers? Yes, yes, it's a plug-in product and it connects through through your Wi-Fi and reports to you. So yeah, absolutely. 
I literally will have one of those later this week. Man, that is awesome. Or, or we'll uh, sign up for one later this week. Yeah, we, yeah, we can get one ordered for you for sure. I would love that. And then uh, just basically make sure. And I, 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 in my mind, I can't help but think about the people that have signed up for discount insurance and they've done everything they can to keep that insurance premium as low as possible that may have saved them $300 a year, but may cost them a quarter million dollars. Right, right. Yeah, and, yeah. Make sure you have... Uh, not only enough coverage on your on your house, but uh, enough coverage on your liability. It's the most important coverage you carry. That's well, especially the one against a big lawsuit. Well, it, it's what you said. You know, I, and I, I'll just call out. And these people have not had a, a fire. Uh, I know because I had a friend that was asking me. I, we had a, a gentleman call and say, "Hey, I've got a, a, a townhouse in DeSoto, and I've got some black mold issues, and I want to have a guy come and treat it. And he wants to crawl across three other units in the attic to get to that." And I thought. How are you going to crawl across three other units if there's a firewall that, oh, oh, there's <laughs> not a firewall that goes up that high, right? You would see it projecting through the roof if there were a true firewall, yes. Oh, that, oh it would come out of the roof line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes oh. above the roof line. As always, Ike, it has been extremely informative. We're going to roll this out as soon as possible. Ike, thanks for joining us. Tell Sonia I owe her something, at least some of her time, for taking you away on a vacation, okay? Oh, absolutely. She's she's uh, she's over here taking a little nap before we go out to dinner. We're still we're still dealing with a little jet lag here. So so uh, um, but it was a it was a pleasure, Dennis. Thanks. Appreciate it. Ike. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Take care. Okay. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.